Welcome to the Herd Mentality Podcast, an eclectic weekly mix of atheistic and humanistic conversations with complete strangers. I've never met them and they've never met me, but we're throwing caution to the wind, taking a risk with a dodgy internet connection, and God willing, get an interesting conversation for you to listen to. I'm your host, Adam Reeks, and it's time to meet our guests. How are we doing? I'm very well. It must be uh, that time of the month. The religious tourist once again. We're not live on air now, are we? Sure, why not? Do I need to warm you up or something, do I? You've been on now several times. I thought you would have been lubed up and ready to go. That's fine, but I did a really weird voice when you said hello. That's no good. Okay, well, do you want to give it another go? Can do, yeah. Religious tea, we meet again. But now you must be of another religion. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Rumour has it that you may have had a couple of drinks. Is this true? This has happened, yeah. Uh, in celebration of what? A, a friend of mine is, is leaving the town, so we, uh, we we celebrated goodbye. This has nothing to do with the project, but it is a true fact, and facts are facts are nice to have, aren't they? It's nice fact, to have facts, facts are true, yeah. Yeah, someone's leaving the town, so we all um, assemble to, to wish you goodbye. All right, so tell me, what's the geo? Where are you up to? Uh, I'm now a Satanist. And that's not what the name implies? No, it's not. I'm glad you said that. It's uh, it's a non-theistic uh, kind of religion, so uh, I I believe only in myself, and it's, it's as far as I can tell so far fairly hedonistic. So it's what makes me feel good. It's uh, if I if I want to fornicate, then bloody well I'll bloody fornicate, and that'll be and that'll be fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, damn straight. I mean, there's plenty of other things that I can do that make me feel good as well, but uh, I, I can't say I've tried Satanism as one of them. You might have done without knowing. Maybe I have. What so, so this fornicating of which you speak? How does that work? Well. Um, I stare at a uh, stare at a, another human being until they become become so self uh, conscious that they they settle for less. <laughs> I thought you were about to say something along the lines of through a computer screen. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I assume that was everyone's mating technique. Ah, well, look, it taught me lots. Okay, Satanist. Uh, there, there was a story in the news not long ago about some Satanists who crashed the party of one of the, um, the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh, the Westboro Baptist Church, yeah. yeah. The, the mother of one of the main activists. Oh, they're great, aren't they? Uh, she died, but she'd been saying all the usual nonsense uh, about their beliefs. And so some Satanists turned up and said, well... If, you, if it's okay to say anything you want to, about your beliefs, then we believe that this lady believed that she was gay. And they, they just sort of created this scenario. I think we discussed it on um, on Jake's show, the Imaginary Friends show. Good show, if, good if, show. It is a good show, a fine show. Yeah. In fact, uh, as, soon, as soon as I kick you off this call, I'll be recording one. So, oh look, they may even have space. I'll have to quiz him. <laughs> if, if, you, if you're interested, you might want to come on. Do you need to drag me up along with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me about uh, Satanism and what you got up to for the month. Well, Satanism was is the one I've just joined. You've been on a you've been on a fishing trip, so of course we've oh, had a note. Of course, I look. I was, was, I was probably doing some Satanism down there. I was trying to sacrifice fish. How did it go? Badly, oh. uh, but thanks for caring. Took down a few books. I took down Marco's book. Good, isn't it? It is good. It's far better than the other book that I took down, which was the Holy Bible. Certainly yeah, made a lot of sense. And Marco, he's not such a fan of uh, raping and pillaging as the other boffins who wrote that timeless tome. Yeah. Well, you know, different different, different activities. Hmm. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I suppose horses for courses. So, yeah, look, the, uh, zero <laughs> drop bears encountered, zero fish, quite a lot of wind, uh, quite a lot of rain. Yeah, after f- five or six days, I got bored and walked out. <laughs> yeah, after for a couple of weeks. Uh, look, I was 
planning on going away for as just as long as I felt like, really. I had two weeks off work, so yeah, I came back and sort of had a week to, where I just sort of kept an eye on what was happening on Twitter and didn't do anything, and then got bored again. So after I'd cleaned a whole heap of the stuff out of the house, I decided to start putting together another podcast. So, okay, so what, what's just happened for the last month? Tell me about it. So, so I've been a pagan. Right. Been a pagan. Yeah. And what do pagans do when they're at home? Oh, do you know... The thing is, we've we spoke a couple of times now. Mm. That, that, that's happened. We can all agree. Again, more facts. And There's I've always no shortage of facts here on the herd mentality. <laughs> so you know, I've, every time I've, I come on, I've, I'm usually fairly cynical, maybe facetious, maybe sarcastic about the religions I've done. I have nothing bad to say about paganism at all. It's wonderful. It's oh. absolutely lovely. Um, this might shock you. I don't know. I'm prepared to be shocked. Okay, it's it's ruddy lovely. Ruddy lovely. Right. It's, yeah. Um, That's how good it is. So you're, you're, you're advertising this. I think so. I, I think if the entire world was pagan, the world would be a better place. Well, I'm pretty sure a whole bunch of Christians would say the same thing about their faith, and certainly our friends in the Muslim Brotherhood. They can say what they want, but they're wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you're saying what you want now, and you're yeah. right. How does that work? I'm willing to back it up. Okay. Give me some facts. I'm going to back it up. Okay. Okay. So, effectively, paganism is a different way of looking at nature. It's a way of seeing our place in nature, us as, as human beings, as being nothing above the rest of it. We're just we're a single thread in a natural tapestry, and it's beautiful. It's it's an entire it's an entire picture that we're part of. We're nothing more. We're nothing less. It's just an appreciation of everything that we see around us. And I don't think monotheisms uh, can compete with that. They, the amount of pressure at being at the top of a pile is excruciating. Mm. But just part of, just being part of it is, uh, is something absolutely wonderful. A friend of mine on uh, Twitter, uh, Mr. Grady, uh, said that, you know, it's, it's not something that you can just do, you have to feel. So he gave me a lot of tips for um, looking at nature a different way. So he said, you know, try and imagine the hills as actual beings with a conscious and see what they've seen over the millions of years they've been there. And you do. You see almost like a, a time-lapse film, film reel. You'll see populations sweeping majestically underneath the hills. And it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But this doesn't sound like a very structured religion. This just sounds like get up in the morning, pretend you're a hill, be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's 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 very old. It's a very very old religion, so it's uh, it's very adaptable as well. But um, it, see, I thought the point of religions was to make life not fun. That's another thing as well. I've been criticised in the past for um, taking religions uh, lightheartedly. Lightheartedly. Uh, <laughs> lightheartedly. You heard right. <laughs> what, so when you were a Muslim, you didn't stone anybody. Uh, no. Yes. No, see, I, that's um, pretty poor. It's poor mm. form. Hmm. I can make up for it. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. The faiths you've participated in so far, how could you have made them more fun? Islam. Uh, you could have made it more fun by not doing it. That's well, the only yes, thing. I mean, you, you didn't really speak very highly of it. I, do you know, I loved the people. The people who I spoke to were uh, brilliant. I enjoyed speaking to them greatly, but the religion itself is, is a difficult thing to do. Not something I'd do for fun, ever. Uh, Hinduism. Lose the yoga, it hurts. Lose that. Christianity, lose all the sin thing. Lose that. Lose the guilt trip? Lose the guilt trip, yeah. Concentrate on being nice. So really what you're saying, to make these things more fun, you take the very essence of the religion and not do that, and then just <laughs> yeah. 
be a human being for a month. I think that's about the sound of it. Like, yeah. Leather, rinse, repeat. Okay, so paganism. What? I'm still very vague on this uh, religious tea. You've got to... You've got to give me some more info. I don't quite get it. Okay. Well, for, for example, um, the thing that surprised me the most about this religion, the, the more I read about it, the more I realised that um, how much of our life, our daily lives are completely influenced by this religion that almost no one really knows about. So, for instance, the clock's going clockwise and you may be stirring your coffee or tea clockwise or something like that. That's, that's an old pagan ritual of uh, following the sun as it goes over there through the horizon from, you know, west to east. So it's great. So that the whole clockwise comes from that, which is awesome. I hadn't realised as well just how much Christianity was influenced by paganism as well. So there's a pretty good case for argue that Jesus Christ is, in fact, just the sun. The, the, <laughs> let, hold on. More facts. Okay. Uh, <laughs> for example, um, the son of God might mean just the sun, as in the sun, and he died and for three days and at the end of the winter solstice the sun stays in the same position in the sky for three days it doesn't go any lower and then after that it starts getting higher again for the three days of the resurrection which is you know it's it's fun it's fun to realize these uh, these historical things and i'm not suggesting right now that proves that jesus doesn't exist i'm suggesting that there's a lot more to be said for um, the pagan influence on christianity so this sort of sun nonsense staying up in the sky could this be a attributed to people who lived in higher latitude areas? I think so, yeah. Um, by, by what I've read, the, the influence that this kind of, the, the people, I suppose you would uh, say, that live le- their lives by, um, by the, the natural order, is a lot. It's, it's more than should be glossed over, really. The amount of rituals that, they ha- that are still alive today is, is wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. When you look back at paganism, you're almost looking at how society is now when you're finding out why it is. It's, it's more of a societal exercise as well. I don't think societal is a word, but I'm going to use it. No, I'm fairly confident it is. And if it wasn't before, it is now because this show is all about facts. How many people currently practice paganism? How many people would write that on their census in the UK, for example? I think very few. I, I, when I first started paganism, my, my idea was to try and be a wicker. Um, be a Wiccan so um, to try and practice magic side of it and that was very tricky I got in touch with a few people and the, the, the emails just kind of died down I, I tried to be polite but um, I, I don't know if they were interested or they just couldn't be asked to uh, reply so I didn't really get much, much ground in the, the Wiccan kind of way of it so I, I decided to concentrate just on the pagan side of it I think very few but I think that's because it's not something that people would write down on the census it's, just, it's a very personal belief it, it's something that people don't particularly shout about really the next one is satanism so we're going paganism satanism true this sounds like it's a cop-out religious tea i've got to say you you used to do it pretty tough you were made of tougher stuff and now you're just sort of floating from one amazing religion to another so you come back from a fishing trip and all of a sudden how long did you say on your fishing trip you're going to go for two weeks weren't you yeah but see see i got bored and i didn't uh okay look you got me you got me (laughs) (laughs) satanism satanism yeah well i put it up a popular vote i said Favourite if you want me to be a Satanist, uh, retweet if you want me to be uh, a spiritualist, or send me a picture of a dog if you wanted me to be a Jedi. I think and you got more cats, though, than dogs, didn't you? That's true, yeah. Um, I don't know why that is. Well, a few of the previous guests on this show decided to just send you photos of cats instead. But uh, cats, cats aren't better than dogs. You're an authority on this now. I'm an authority on many things. Dogs are, of course, <laughs> better than cats. I think the next religion after Satanism has got to be something a lot tougher. Live life as an ancient Egyptian and worship 580 gods or however many they had that week. 
<laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big fan of God Checker. Um, yeah, well, actually, funny you should say that. Uh, he's on the show. You're joking, really? I kid you not. He's a oh. fine gentleman. Yeah, over 3,800 3, gods checked. Yeah. Boom. Just like that. Okay. Just like that. What an amazing guy. Well, I, I, I thought it was a team. I didn't realise it was one person. Uh, no, it is a team. Uh, I got to speak okay. to their head honcho. Oh, okay. What a great he guy. Is, he sounds northern. I didn't ask specifically where from. What? He's English? Yeah. Oh, wow. doesn't really sound like you've had a lot of really interesting things to report about. I know. I've, I've done uh, stuff. Oh, you've done stuff. Okay. Well, what's the most exciting? Where, where did you almost die this month, or where, where were you in intense pain? That's all you want, isn't it? it well, kind of is. I want to see you suffer. I am kind of mm. sadistic, satanistic, if you will. I've done lots of lovely things this uh, this this month. Actually, I went to a, a music festival that was uh, a pagan music festival. So we saw uh, Wicker Man get burnt. That was good. <laughs> okay. That was great that, fun. Who, who played at that? Was it just a whole bunch of uh, cellos or? No, it's, it's what do they? Huge, huge, huge festival in, uh, in Wales called uh, the Green Man Festival, and uh, my friends Haiku Salu opened up the the main stage, so I got taken along. And uh, there was an amazing bit where they were sound checking, and uh, me and uh, me and another friend were walking around and, and and so forth, and you know, filling time. And we saw them after they played, and they got told that when they were sound checking, the stage manager had to come and say, uh, had to come on stage and say, "Is it okay if you please stop because you're upsetting the druids?" <laughs> Upsetting, <laughs> an amazing word to use. What happens when a druid gets upset? Do they does their <laughs> cauldron boil over? <laughs> I was thinking, I don't want to be part of a group that uh, you know that is upset by minimalistic folktronica, but <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be what happens. Oh, uh, look, uh, you know, you should have whipped out your phone there and uh, just interviewed an upset druid. That would have been good for the show. Well, I suppose if they did stop their sound checking, the druids wouldn't have been upset. Yeah, exactly. They they got over it very pretty shortly. As soon as okay. as soon as there was silence, then they were all right. So there were druids <laughs> there. What what other interesting cultural types were there? I mean, there would have been some questionable body odor, I would have thought. Yeah, there was some of that. But then that it's a it's a festival with three days. Oh of yeah, birth. well that's that's part and parcel with festivals. Yeah. But um, not this time. But we went uh, we went a few years ago, about three years ago, and uh, we saw something called paganism's kind of free and easy. It's open. It's you, anyone can interpret it in, in any way they want. It's a it's a it's a religion. It's a religion. Yeah. Well said. Satire. Um, so uh, we saw some <laughs> fact. So uh, we saw something called a, a gong bath, uh, which was sounds uh, rude. Oh my god! Or it was It was a person lying down with a top off and a, a face mask, and two people walking around, slowly hitting a gong near them as a relaxation uh, kind of thing, with you know whale music and that kind of thing playing. See, why didn't you lead with this story? You had me <laughs> thinking this was going to be boring, but you've got people banging gongs, <laughs> smoking gong mud. Is, it was, I think, ten quid for fifteen minutes. Or, this is my favourite bit, you could buy a CD for 15 quid. You could buy a CD of a gong bath for 15 quid and play it to your heart's content, which is amazing. Oh, I suppose for replay value, you're certainly better off getting the CD or at least recording your 10-minute session. But would it have the same effect? Is it, you know, does, the, does the relaxation come from the sound? I, look, I would think not. I would think to, to experience it in full, you would need to get the full range of frequencies, which you can't get on a CD, given that the top and bottom frequencies are, are cut off. So and they're the beneficial ones. I agree. So you didn't go for the gong bar? Well, this was before I was a pagan. This was a few years ago. But uh, oh. me and my friend stood just in awe of, of this person who must have spent 15, 20 quid or whatever on his, on his 15, 20 minutes. 
And this the, the one guy was doing it, and uh, he was a really old guy with no shirt and long grey hair and stuff, and uh, he was really into it. And then there was his young, really attractive, long blonde-haired uh, girlfriend, and we caught eyes with her. We caught um, our, our eyes met, and she genuinely looked with that uh, that kind of idea of "You're right, this this is bollocks," and she smiled. <laughs> And she knew it was bollocks, <laughs> and that was what was so <laughs> wonderful about it, that someone had just given her 20 quid to act like a tit for five minutes, <laughs> which was lovely. And that's that's something I love about paganism. It's, it's jolly. It's genuinely jolly. There's, it's not it's not serious like the other ones. It's, oh, it's, uh, all, it's it, all dreadlocks and incense. It is, yeah. It's all, it's all you know, spiritual, but the spiritual side of it, it's, it's fun. A lot of their rituals are based around just looking a bit silly for a bit, and I think that's lovely. I don't think enough religions. Uh, there's not enough laughter in the world, and uh, I think some, that's. See, some people make a living out of that. Wonder I heard. I wonder if I'd be able to do that. Just wandering it, around looking a little bit silly. I saw your video. It was good. Which video? <laughs> stand up. Oh right. Okay. Well, it was good. I'm hard to please with stand up. It was good. It was oh, very right. good. Oh, I'll, I'll cut that out because I can't have any praise on this show. Okay, a month of Satanism. Good luck with it. Uh, all the herd mentalists are behind you, so to speak, because I don't think many of us will be participating, but we do enjoy pointing and laughing at you, religious team. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Will you take care? And I'll speak to you on Twitter. You too. Bye, Zany bonus material is Peter from Godchecker.com. If you enjoy the normal bits of the show, please head to HerdMentalityPodcast.com and contribute a few dollars a month to help sustain the show. As always, Herd Mentality bonus material is completely free. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Herd Mentality bonus material. On the line from another country, I have Peter, who runs the God Checker website. His Twitter handle is at God Checker. Hello. Hi. Tell me a little bit about what you do. I see very occasionally a tweet will come across my feed that tells me about something very obscure. Yeah, we specialise in obscurity, really. Uh, we're trying to be as obscure as we possibly can. Why, why do what everyone else is doing? God Checker uh, sort of aims to explore all the different gods that humanity has discovered, invented, created, or been bludgeoned with. Uh, we found thousands uh, of gods uh, and spiritual beings, uh, and that also includes demons, because... Well, hang on, it's not demonchecker.com, it's godchecker.com, that's not what I got you on. <laughs> well, you know, a, a bad god you could you could say was a demon or, or whatever. Um, yeah, the Christian god would be a demon by Allah's standards, would he not? Well, you know, Satan. Is Satan a god? Because some people worship Satan, so... Given that he's the only one who didn't muck around in the first chapter of Genesis, he actually was the only one who told the truth. This is true, actually, yeah. Okay, so you've got a, this website, and how many, you've got thousands of gods on there with a little bit of information about each one. Yeah, well, we're adding to it all the time. Um, we have a, a stack load... A sort of a, a, a universe full of, of gods still to go on there. We're updating all the time and always uncovering new bits of information. Because we started out, we didn't know anything. We started from a complete ignorance, which is a fantastic place to start from because obviously uh, you, you're very open-minded to what's gonna, what you can find. Yes, well, I started with ignorance. I, in fact, I can 
continue with ignorance up until this day. It's a great way to, to view the world. It's the basis of my show. This is this is why I'm on board. This is this is why I'm here. So so just spreading the ignorance around really is uh, is is a good thing. You're doing a good thing, spreading the word of ignorance. Yeah, there's well, there's different shades of ignorance. The, the moment you you think you know it all and are really omniscient, and that immediately sort of closes the door to to other ideas. So we want all the different, for example, all the different gods all contradict each other, but we'd rather believe in all of them rather than just picking and choosing. Oh, this one seems good. He's going to be nice to us and you know give us a good life. Well. The other one is saying is that the same thing. So you know, why not why not go for all of them? Because you know, you keep, leave all your options open. So is that ignorance or wisdom? I, I, I don't know really. It's, it's like there's two sides of the same coin. Ignorance, profound ignorance, and profound wisdom. We think that it's the same thing, really. You need some sort of counter on the web page with uh, some sort of Pascal's wager calculator telling you that you've got a point zero 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 whatever percent chance of uh, believing in the right God. Yeah, well, we we're going. We eventually, we'll we'll be adding all kinds of things like you can vote for your favourite, or if if a god has been good to you, you can give him a little sort of bonus point or whatever. At the moment, we just have like the top gods feature, which is like the most popular gods. But uh, some people try and game that by uh, by visiting uh, random gods, to sort of try and give their god a boost. Because uh, you know, gods need as much publicity as they can get. Let's not go so much uh, obscure here, because the the second most um, profound Australian god is the rainbow snake. But this rainbow snake is also known as Almuj, comma Kalsaru, and it's not it's not in the little diatribe here about that particular god. But um, the the rainbow snake was the the snake who carved the rivers throughout Australia. Did you know that? Uh, I did know that. Yes. That's why they're, they're so so snaky. Well, we do have very snaky rivers, and thanks for picking up on that, because many people wouldn't have. I know it's difficult, because it, I imagine it'd be sort of like asking a parent which is his favourite child, but can you play favourites with gods? Which is your favourite? Uh, we try not to play favouritism, because obviously the gods would smite us. Yeah, we have we have favourites. We take it in turns to play favourites, so then everyone's happy. There's, I suppose, there's the obvious ones that maybe the the most notorious of our of our favourite deities is is Bumba, the god of vomit, who's almost become our kind of our mascot. Actually, he's he's the, the god that we turn to in in times of trouble and when we desperately need publicity or whatever, mm-hmm. because he created the entire universe just by vomiting it out. So it's like the big the big Bumba theory. So that's where the universe came from. He just felt very ill one day and went, and and there you go. And uh, that's as plausible as any other creation theory we can think of, really. I mean, Glad he's getting some press coverage because he's he's underrated, in my opinion. But okay, because you've gone through well three thousand seven hundred gods here. Which would be the most powerful god? The most powerful? Well, that's a tricky one because they can be powerful in different ways. It's a bit like asking you which is the most powerful X Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, which just just the word favor is is a is a bad move. Let's say, oh, wait, you could you could go for an obvious one like Thor or or Jupiter or whatever. Quite like um, there's a Roman god, Staculius, the, the god of manure, and he's very very strong in terms of smell. So that's probably the, the strongest god uh, I can think of. Yes, he well, he's very interesting. He's he's far more interesting. You know, the god of shit is 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 far more interesting than you know the god of universal benediction and everything because you know they're so boring and it's like the the quirky gods of 
belly button fluff and and gods of toilets. They're, they're far more interesting and have quite often have far more effect on people's day to day lives. You know, the people that that would believe in them. And unlike Stichulius, you know, the farmers would. He was very important for the for the farmers because obviously their, their crops need need to be healthy and sort of spreading the manure and praying to the god to to bless them with with fertile harvests. You know, is extremely important. And you know, some guy with a beard in the in the sky wafting around doesn't really have as much effect on them. I'm curious. There's no photo of him on the website. Is this some sort of Allah censorship arrangement? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. The main reason there's no photo is we haven't got around to doing it. I might email you one in. Oh, if you... Oh, please do. Yes. Images are a bit problematic at the moment because the guy whose life's mission was to illustrate each and every god known to mankind, uh, he actually died. Presumably from hand cramps. <laughs> yeah, I think he was afflicted um, by the gods. They they wanted to be closer to him and sort of whisked him up to heaven to do portraits uh, or something. Um, yeah, this is this was our, our founder Chaz Saunders, who was an uh, amazing, amazing guy. Um, he's he's definitely my favourite mortal. He founded God Checker, uh, as I say. He he uh, illustrated all the gods and also wrote many of the entries. And he was like the original God Checker, the God Checker in chief. Uh, but he sadly passed away a couple of years ago, so we've been sort of trying to carry on the good work without him. But we 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 have not yet found anyone that could touch him when it comes to illustrations. So um, we did think of having some kind of competition where people can just send us photos of themselves dressed up as the gods or something. But um, we thought that was that was probably going to be far too much fun. So is there a god of fun? A god of fun? Um, off the top of my head. Comus is a god of comedy. He's the god of comedy, jokes and revelry. Always good for a laugh and a bit of a practical joker. See, and he, this is a god. And gods don't have to be dull and boring and uh, with sombre robes and thou shalt not and all this. You know, he's a god of comedy. A bit of, bit of light relief, mate. Doesn't sound like he does a lot of uh, yelling, Comus. No, no. He d- well, only, uh, only, only the punchlines, probably. Whereas other gods will just punch you, he will give you a punchline. Uh, so, how many of you are there involved in this project? Uh, we have a cast of, uh, of a few. We have untold, <laughs> untold numbers of helpers lending a hand. Uh, we get lots of, we've got sort of field researchers out there investigating all the gods uh, and sending back reports. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a few of us. It sort of varies. We, we kind of have a, a team that, of course, our, our our team of, of web wizards who are working on the new improved God Checker 2, the second coming. The holy upgrade. Yes, uh, which has been taking several millennia now. It should have been finished, I think, around around the time of Moses, uh, but uh, there's delays. It's coming soon. Behold, it is coming soon, apparently. We're kind of like a loose collective uh, of God Checkers, really. It's almost <laughs> like a Wikipedia arrangement. We, we really welcome... Um, contributions from people um, because quite often, like somebody's actually like genuinely worshiping a deity in some country somewhere, they they actually know much much more than some than some book, uh, you know, or some compendium or some some directory or some encyclopedia because they're actually doing it. They're receiving the benefits of this god firsthand. Yeah, exactly. So you know they've got a personal relationship with with this god. So who are we to argue with that? In words, you know, some reference work. Uh, and a lot of reference works are, are quite inaccurate as well. We found, and we always people are always pointing out errors that we've we've used in, in good faith. You know, some reference work, and it's turned out actually that the, some researcher has gone somewhere 
you know, spent two weeks somewhere and gone away again and and got completely the wrong end of the stick. So, you know, errors, errors tend to sort of perpetuate. We try and sort of correct things as we go, but we rely on people sort of giving us the, the proper info. So so it's a bit Wikipedia-like in a way, but we do we do check everything against multiple resources and references and as, as best we can. And if all else fails, we just go and ask the God concerned, and they usually uh, sort of uh, put us right. We have a, a special room in the office where we, we go and pray. Just like, Please tell us about yourself. Is this true? You, you hear these voices? Quite often, yeah. This bodes well. It makes you a far it, more credible source. Yeah, I, I try and avoid going out into the streets and, and uh, proclaiming what they say because I would probably get arrested or put in a zoo or something. But uh, So... God himself, what what is he categorised under? Oh, this is a terrible conundrum. In fact, for quite a few years, because we've been doing this for decades, trust me, uh, we we did have a rule that we we weren't going to actually feature any of the monotheistic religions because they were no fun and people were going to get agitated and... You know, we, we even even then we still had lots of emails from people saying you're going to burn in hell for your heresy and all this. You know, just because we have a god of manure on our website and uh, equally credible, I would suggest <laughs> probably more so a god of bullshit. Well, you know, in some ways maybe they're all the same god. Who knows? What about the most irrelevant god? Um, a god of laziness. I'm, I think actually there are. There are gods of, of not doing anything. Ah, actually, yes. Now, now, you, now I say that. What springs to mind, at least productive, is the Jade Emperor from uh, from Chinese mythology. He has this, this policy of doing nothing. Yeah, and he, he rules heaven and everything, but he's, he's very conservative and he, he, he doesn't really like anything to change. So his, his policy is to do nothing and it'll all just work out in the end. It's like whatever's meant to be is meant to be. So don't rock the boat. Just sort of sit back on your throne and, and let it all happen. And you can sort of take the credit for it afterwards, you know. But you may need to wait quite a long time for it to, to come good. But um, you know, if only more gods would do nothing, the world would probably be a better place. It's, it's all this creating stuff and, and wars and famines and earthquakes. You know, why do they keep doing all that stuff? Just leave us alone. Just just do nothing. Why do you think these societies had to have so many gods? That's a that's a fundamental question. Why why has humanity come up with all these gods? You know, well, I think it's just the way God made us, really, isn't it? Sadly, a lot of the reason, especially the big monotheistic deities, appeared is is so that people could control other people. I think it's a good way to with the god of manure, for example. Uh, possibly not the god of manure. Yeah, I don't know some some quite cute little local deities, or the you know the deity of your lamppost, or you know the, the deity of your your kitchen cupboard. You know that's not causing anyone any harm. If you think, oh, if I put some some breadcrumbs in this cupboard, or or you know pour a, a glass of beer into my into my backyard, you know, and I'm going to have good fortune. You know that's fine. But saying, ah, oh, we've found, our god tells us you need to go and kill all these thousands of people in the country next door. That's a, a completely different thing, and that sort of crosses the line from what's beneficial for you, or you know what makes you happy, to what somebody's using to control you or to force you to do things or to make you abide by rules that otherwise you wouldn't so i think some cultures they never cross that line some cultures the local deity or the personal deity they just stay that way but other cultures it sort of erupted into some mammoth vengeful awful god that everyone needs to fear and i don't know because it was a it was a control thing well i can think of a couple of people offhand who would certainly benefit from this site or perhaps it would be mutually beneficial i mean you could being the god checker website you could probably use a godless spell checker yes oh he's he's fantastic do you categorize some of these gods by 
what they demand as sacrifice? Uh, no, that's that's a good point, actually. Now, now you've said that, hey, there's a massive side of our site missing. Thank you for that. No, we're, we're actually working on a huge revamp of God Checker at the moment, and there will be categories. All the gods will be... So if you want to find all the gods of, of rain or manure or being miserable or whatever, then, then there'll be a category section. You can go and look them up, which is something everybody has been asking for. Because people use God Checker for all kinds of weird and wonderful purposes. Lots of writers use it for inspiration. Um, lots of IT specialists try to find weird and wonderful names for their servers. Um, they'd love to call their, their server sort of Maki Maki or, or Bumbo. Or, but yeah, so um, and obviously we aim to serve, so we, we think putting a category section would be uh, very helpful for people. And us, so we could find out what the hell was going on half the time. Classifying the gods by, by sacrifices would be quite interesting. Okay, so is there anything else you'd like to plug? Well, in about six months' time... Uh, we'd, there's there's hundreds of things we'd like to plug. We've got all kinds of projects and plans happening. There's going to be Good Checker books, Good Checker films. But no, uh, just we'd like to plug GoodChecker.com. Just go to GoodChecker.com and uh, have a play around with it. Very well. So thank you very much for coming on the Herd Mentality bonus material. No doubt I'll speak to you on Twitter. I'm sure you will. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you very much. And may all the gods look after your, your technical equipment.